Thanks for tuning in today to localjobnetwork.com radio, where you can find all of your favorite employment-related shows. I'm your host, Katie Chesney, and today on Employment Notebook, we're taking a look at Encore Careers and some common roadblocks that you can encounter when you're looking to get started. And joining us to talk about this topic today is Hallie Crawford, and she is founder of Create Your Career Path and a certified career coach. Well, Hallie, thanks for joining us again on the show. We do appreciate you coming in again. Thank you. It's great to be here. I always enjoy it. So today we're going to be talking about Encore careers and some roadblocks that people can encounter when they're looking to get started with this. But first I wanted to ask you, so we're all on the same page, what exactly an Encore career is and who has these? Sure. I know. It's kind of, it's interesting because it's kind of a new like term, I think, newer Mm -hmm. in the past several years. And it typically refers to people who are closer to retirement and their Encore career is usually, not to be depressing, (laughs) the last phase of their career, kind of the last career path or step. And the way that I like to, for people to think about this is, okay, what do I want to be doing for like the last part of my career before retirement? But also they can think about it in terms of as part of retirement, like, do I want to have like a part-time job, you know, that keeps me busy and rewarded and fulfilled or even volunteer work. Now, career isn't necessarily volunteer work, I realize, but I think we can expand the definition in that sense. It's kind of like the last phase of what you want to be doing work-wise in some way, shape or form. Now I'm just wondering, how does someone find their Encore careers, um, so to speak, and how do they really determine if it's a viable option? We get a lot of people saying, okay, you know what? I still have to work because of the economy and everything that happened, you know, in the past several years. But sometimes it's like scary to think about that or they didn't plan on it in the first place. And they're like, you know, now what? What people need to do is kind of take a step back, I think, and try to be less emotional about it and just look at the reality and say, okay, even financially, okay, what is it that I need to do? What is going to fill me and make me feel, you know, good and excited or rewarded or whatever also. And what does that look like? Like do some, a little bit of self-examination and we'll talk about that more in a little bit, but take a step back and kind of assess the situation before doing anything. So what do you need to do practically and realistically? Mm -hmm. What's going to make you feel good? And then also try to overcome those kind of fears that people typically have of, oh my gosh, I'm too old to get another job or another career path. How do I handle that? So it sounds like at its fundamental core, an encore career should really be a combination of, you know, enough money that's financially realistic for you, but also something that makes you happy and keeps you interested and maybe keeps you out and involved in your community. Yeah, and engaged and like you have a sense of purpose. Absolutely. It's both of those things, those considerations that you need to to keep in mind. Perfect. So what are some roadblocks that, you know, maybe prevent people from having an encore career and really getting to that place where they're happy and they're thriving financially with what they're doing? Well, and it's funny because encore career is is kind of a tongue twister. So every time I say it, I'm kind of like, you have to think about it for a second. So with one of the first roadblocks that people will encounter, and honestly, Katie, a lot of people will even not an encore career, they'll experience this one, is this overanalyzing or analysis paralysis. Like Mm -hmm. they'll just think about it too much. And it's important to gather the data and understand, like we just said, what's going to be rewarding? How do I want to spend my time? And what's the financial piece of it? But at some point, you got to stop thinking about it and you need to pull the trigger and take action because people get stuck in that over analysis. Mm-hmm. So give yourself like a deadline and say, okay, I'm, this is the way that I'm going to gather the data 
and I'm going to do it for this long, whether it's two months or whatever, but then give yourself a deadline for a decision and then start implementing the plan. And even better, get somebody like an accountability partner to help you with that piece so that you then just go ahead and move forward. I can definitely understand how people can get stuck with that. And then you know, one thing that you, you spoke about was fear and that analysis paralysis. So how big of a thing do you think of fear of failing is involved with you know, those roadblocks? It's big because a lot of times we'll get, you know, get people that call us and they're like, okay, well, I've been thinking about this for years, but I haven't done anything about it because they're afraid to make the wrong decision. They're afraid that they'll get into the job and it's not rewarding or fulfilling or that they won't do a good job. And especially when it's encore career related, some people, when you're older, you can feel like, well, I'm out of the loop. I don't know how to use Twitter effectively or, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever it is. And so they worry about that they're going to either be competing against the younger, you know, generation. They either won't get the job in the first place or when they get in there, they'll feel like old and kind of out of the loop. And so it's a big piece of it. And people need to, okay, like acknowledge what those fears are. I always like our clients to write down, okay, what are your fears? Like the top three or four, whatever they are, acknowledge them and look at them and start to work on pushing them aside and allow like that energy instead to propel you forward to action. Okay. Mm -hmm. So instead of being in fear, be like, okay, how can I use, you know, any of these fears, perhaps like move them aside, but use any of them, that energy as a motivator instead, like, okay, if I do have to compete with the younger set, what am I going to do about that? Let me go learn this new, you know, software or whatever it is. So use it as a motivator in order to overcome those. And you can always, I think this helps people too, develop a contingency plan, like a plan B worst case scenario, then you feel like you've got a backup. I want to um, kind of pause on this for a second. And one thing that you said, it, it's competing against younger people. And I feel like you know, when people start their encore careers and are looking at this, part of it is fear that they're overqualified. So how would you recommend that people overcome that fear that they're overqualified and really kind of you know, tweak their materials or cover letter and their resume to send the message that, I'm yes, I have all this experience, but I'm okay with, you know, doing whatever job this is because it's an encore career for me. So I think there's two things you need to do. So number one, tout your age as an asset because you can't hide it, right? Mm -hmm. You can't hide your experience. So everywhere on your materials, but when you're talking with people, especially be like, this is why it's helpful. I know so much. I can hit the ground running. You're not going to have to train me. I've got a network of people that I can lean on and leverage. Okay. So you want to use your age as an asset and just go in there and be and own it Mm -hmm. and be really confident about it. And then in terms of the, Hey, I'm willing to do anything. I think it's completely fine to say, look, I am looking for this next phase of my career. And I really want this job is going to be rewarding and fulfilling for me. So for example, I'm not, you don't want to say like, I'm not as worried about the money, like literally like that, but you Mm -hmm. want to focus on saying, I'm really focused in this phase of my life on doing something that fills me and being able to do whatever task is required in in order to have that fulfillment. So let them know that you're open because you're doing this for a different reason now. It's not like before where, you know, you're trying to support your family and that kind of thing. Like you're more open to doing almost anything because you want to do it because it's going to fill your heart. Mm -hmm. And those are good recommendations. And that kind of falls into this next roadblock, which is making assumptions and assuming that, oh, I'm old, so I'm not going to be, you know, up to date. I'm not going to know Twitter. So, 
they're not going to want to hire me. So how can you overcome that roadblock of making all these assumptions about yourself and your skills and what employers want? And ones that might be not accurate, right? Mm -hmm. And and lead into or make that fear worse. You need to do your homework and your research. So instead of just sitting there at home thinking, oh, it's all these things, you need to go do informational interviews, conduct those with people in the field or in the jobs that you're looking to get into to find out what it's really like so that you have hard data and you understand it. You can read about the industry, read about the different jobs and, you know, what the trends are to understand if you're really out of the loop or not. So do your research and your homework first. Expose yourself also to other people's thinking, like like a coach or a friend or family member or whatever that can ask you tough questions about, you know, is this really true? Tell me what you're thinking. On the left-hand side, what are you thinking? And then on the right, they can help you kind of walk through what's accurate or what's not. Do your homework, basically, Mm -hmm. so that you check your assumptions and then just check your assumptions kind of from an emotional or mental perspective and do that with somebody else to see where you may be missing something. Now, this next roadblock, when you had sent these over, I was like, hmm, I wonder what that's about. And it's needing approval from others. So why do people, when they're entering this stage of their life, feel that they need that approval? Well, I think it depends on the person, right? Mm -hmm. And we all feel like we need this, you know, to a certain extent. But I think what happens to us in this phase is it's like we have this sense of, okay, we're supposed to be doing this in retirement. We're supposed to, or uh, getting closer to retirement. We're either supposed to be making sure that we're taking care of someone financially, or we, like, we need to stay busy because people always say, well, you're going to get bored if you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. So you need to think about more so what is going to be right for you and what makes sense. And Sometimes I think it's not just about approval from others necessarily, but sometimes their opinions will bleed into what they think we should be doing and they might have an agenda for us. Like, oh, you need to stay busy and you need to do something and it needs to be full time. Well, what if you don't really need to do something full time, you know? So I think you have to think about it not just as approval necessarily, but more so as go with what feels right for you and for your situation. So this last roadblock that we have here is fear of change. And I can imagine for, you know, someone who's, you know, they've had their career, they've gone through all the, you know, the corporate ladder steps and everything, and they're comfortable where they're at. So going out and making this change could be very fearful. So how do you overcome that? Yeah. And you know what I find too, especially in this phase of life later on, like a lot of people, they haven't conducted a job search in forever. Some Mm -hmm. people are like, I don't even know where my resume is. And so there's so many different kind of obstacles or steps that you have to get through. And some of this fear of change is not just that, but it's also like, I don't know about LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. They don't understand like, what are these newfangled ways, let's say, to network with people or whatever. So it's that change too, of like going from, okay, where they've been sort of in their, their comfort zone, maybe working at a job for a really long time to okay, I'm going to make this change like into a different industry. Am I going to be qualified? Am I going to you know, be able to get along with the people that are younger? Even beyond that, like how do I even get the job in the first place with these new tools for job search that I don't even know about? So there's kind of two steps to it. Okay. There's the search itself, and then there's actually being in the job. You know, And it's a different phase of life. And honestly, again, not to be depressing, but when you're thinking about it as this is my last phase, I mean, that can be kind of scary too. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
Now, we've talked a lot about how to overcome some of these specific roadblocks, but in general, one of the things that you mentioned earlier was self-examination. So can you share a little bit more about, you know, when you should be doing this and what you should be looking to examine? Again, going back to like, if there's other people telling you what you think you should do, and even your own voices in your head telling you what you should do. Because, you know, at that point, if you've been working for so long, and let's say you've been in banking, you might feel like I'm a banker and that's it. I can't do anything different. And that plays into the fear of change. You know, you've kind of pigeonholed yourself, Mm -hmm. right? So you need to take a step back and say, okay, again, go back to what is it that I want? What is the purpose? of having this encore career? Is it financial? Is it happiness? Is it both? Which one is bigger for me? Because that's going to help you make your decision. So what do you want out of it? And how do you want it to look? And again, listening to you, not other people who may have opinions about what it should look like, but your situation and what's going to feel right for you. And a lot of times it's good to take like to block out some time. Like don't try to make this decision overnight. Yes, mm-hmm. you want to give yourself a deadline, but don't try to make it overnight. Give yourself, you know, several hours, even like I think three or four hours, depending on how much you need, to just really think about, you know, what is the purpose of this? What do I want out of it? And sometimes you've got to have a change of scenery and like go to a coffee shop or do this, you know, when you're on vacation or something like that to help you really listen to yourself, but also think outside the box. Hey, you could even go on vacation just to think about this. How fantastic would that be? (laughs) I know. I love that. That would be great. And you need to do it somewhere really nice and tropical and warm so that you're very relaxed about the whole thing. Totally. That'd be fantastic. Now, we are up against the clock today, and I think we've had a really great discussion about these roadblocks and what you can do to overcome them. But I'm just wondering, if you were in the shoes of a person who was close to retirement or they're retired and they're looking you know, to get started with their Encore careers, what would you say to them? I would say, don't be afraid of this last and and final step. See it as an opportunity. What's kind of the silver lining here? And ask yourself, what is the opportunity here for me to do? Something maybe that I've always wanted to do and never done before. See it and ask yourself, what is the opportunity here? And focus on that. Well, there you have it. With that final piece of advice, we will wrap up today's show of Employment Notebook. We've been speaking with Hallie Crawford. So Hallie, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. To find more employment-related shows, head over to aljianradio.com. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, send our team an email at aljianradio at localjobnetwork.com. And don't forget, you can find all of our shows on iTunes. Once again, I'm your host, Katie Chesney with Aljian Radio, and I'll see you next time. 